What's going on, fam? Welcome to the Adoname Podcast, where we watch anime with the redemptive eyes of a Christian believer. My name is Manny. And my name is Elas. And welcome to another reaction episode on this time of the anime, My Home Hero. So for this anime, we're going to share the synopsis real quick. And it goes like this. Tetsuo Tosu never expected his daughter, Reika, to be a victim of domestic violence, suspecting that her Yakuza boyfriend, Nobuto Matori, is the perpetrator, Tetsuo decides to investigate him and his associates. But as he searches for evidence at Reika's apartment, the father learns that his daughter is not the first victim and that a worse fate awaits her. When he is discovered by Nobuto, Tetsuo ends up killing him in the ensuing fight. Assisted by his wife, Tetsuo hides the body in fear of retaliation from the Yakuza. To add to the misfortune of the Tosu family, Nobuto happens to be the son of the mafia's head. Considered to be prime suspects behind Nobuto's disappearance, Tetsuo and his wife will have to deploy all their ingenuity to protect their daughter from the Yakuza and their ruthless investigation. Salas, can you share with us the rating for the anime real quick? Absolutely, Manny. And the rating for this anime is rated R, which means 17+. plus. Now, what will you say, Manny? Is this a good rating for this anime? Well, considering the fact that we've only seen the just the first episode... Uh, I would say yes, there is murder, there is a lot of scheming, a crime investigation, and it looks like, yeah, it's it's headed towards a, a pretty R-rated show. So, yeah, I would say so. I agree with you. Uh, we also have to be careful with the language. <laughs> yeah, the language too. Yeah, uh, blood, violence, you can see all this and the... Uh, the thing with this anime is that it's so realistic that yeah. it is scary how realistic it is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So on that point, I agree with you. R is the perfect uh, rate for it. Yeah, so far. So, Sebas, tell us what your reaction is to the first episode of My Home Hero. Tell us your hopes and dreams for this anime. What do you think of it? First impressions? You think there's any lessons that we could learn from as Christians? Go ahead. You have the floor. Well, when I saw this anime, I was like, wow. Uh -huh. <laughs> this looks like my country. <laughs> Your country? Oh, with yeah, the like, mafia? And... Yeah, oh like in gosh. Colombia with the guerrillas, narcos and stuff. I was like, wow, <laughs> this feels my so gosh. familiar in a certain way. A little too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's called My Home Hero. <laughs> wow. It got too close to my home. Oh, my gosh. But at a certain point when I saw that, I kind of felt like, okay, this is a good anime that people that live in countries in which the violence is big like mine, we can feel related to. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing. I mean... I guess it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. It's not bad. We, ha we have to remember that we live in a fallen world. And part of that is, hey, we'll be living in countries or situations uh, like this. So for that yeah. reason, we have to have something that keeps us grounded. 
to the truth and to what God likes, what brings honor and glory to God. So we have to be careful with that. Yeah. But at this point, uh, I really felt like, okay, I'm back home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that this anime at the beginning uh, looked pretty cool because of the mystery. And so, oh, I've always thought that my daughter is a good person. I've, I've, and I love her very much. So I'm going to investigate this guy uh, that she's been dating and we'll see what happens. Right. The guy little by little starts uncovering some evidence about this uh, guy, Noburo. And uh, Tetsuo ended up uh, discovering that uh, he has been with other girls and he has abused those other girls. Right. And that those girls could end up uh, dead. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, this could happen to my daughter. I have to do something. I have to protect her. Right. At that point, I was like, wow. I have mixed feelings about this. Because up to a certain point as a father, you ask yourself, well, I don't think Nobuto asked, uh, I'm sorry, Tetsuo asked himself about this. But if I will be on that position, I will be asking myself, what did I do wrong? <laughs> it, you mean in regards to her decision to be with this guy? Yeah, because why is it that she's relating to a guy that is in the mafia? That the guy, it's beating her and she wants to still be there for him. But I don't think she knows that he is in the mafia. She, dude, I'm pretty sure she knows that he is in some sketchy business. Okay, all right. I mean, I, I mean, he's a sketchy guy from the start, but... Let's start by that. And let's not go too deep into his work, but also to, to the point that he's beating her and she's still there. Yeah. For what we can see so far from Tetsuo and his wife, they are a pretty healthy marriage. From what we can see. I mean, from the what whole we can see fact so far. The wife is in on it, trying to go around this whole situation and like deceive the cops and all this stuff. And it's just like, holy crap. <laughs> but uh, on the other hand, it's it also. It also makes us see that they work as a team. <laughs> they know how to be uh, a, a terrible uh, reason. <laughs> I mean, terrible reasons, but they are working like a team. So in a certain way, that it makes me wonder if they seem, they seem, because once again, we yeah. don't know the whole reality. Sometimes we say, oh, this anime is so cool at the, at the first episode. And then we discover that, wow, <laughs> this was terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens. It happens. So. so for what we can see so far, they seem like a healthy marriage up to a certain point. Yeah, to a certain point. So when you look at your daughter that it's being beaten up by this guy, you ask yourself, if we showed her a good example, if we showed her a healthy marriage, how is it that she ended up on such a toxic relationship in which they are going to the point that they will even kill her? I mean, we have to consider the fact that the daughter is even seeing a healthy relationship example before her all her life doesn't necessarily guarantee that she's going to follow in the same footsteps. 
I mean, she's going to have different influences growing up, friends and this and that. And maybe she has, I don't know, some type of different type of drama. I don't know, because we we don't know. We, do, we barely know how she was raised. But having that example set before you doesn't necessarily mean you're going to fall into that exact same Absolutely. And there is no guarantee that because we have a healthy marriages and we are Christians, our child or our children are going to become believers. But at least we we give them an example and they can follow that example. There is a higher chance that your family become believers if they are raised in a Christian family rather than living in a terrible family and then... <laughs> Uh, coming to the faith. Now, I'm not saying that the Lord cannot do any of the two, but it's more common to see the other one. Right, yeah. The the, the probability of her having that example set before her to look for the same thing, it's it's more probable. So in, in this case, like, like, yeah, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's maybe it's it's also something that the writer didn't really consider of the the writer of the manga or maybe something that we haven't seen so far yeah so yeah. so it's too early to tell yeah we just have to keep but if i were a parent and i see that situation it's normal if that question ever rises up in your mind what did i do wrong maybe you, did, right. you didn't necessarily do something wrong or maybe you did or maybe she's part of the mafia too Maybe. <laughs> she went a whole different route. She, went, she didn't even follow the example of her parents. She followed the example of her uncle or something. And then with more reason. Just like Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> but then Some with like more reason, then you will be asking yourself, what did I do wrong? Maybe I wasn't um, tough enough with her or I just didn't pay enough attention to her or maybe I didn't raise her well. Yeah, Those well, are questions that could pop up. If you've been doing a good father, maybe you feel bad about it. Yeah. Now, the issue doesn't necessarily lie over there. But after he starts digging, he also discovers, okay, he got with someone from the mafia and now her life is in danger. As a parent, the fell mechanism that you're going to have is, I have to protect her. Mm -hmm. There is nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I actually think that it, that is something good about Tetsuo. Mm -hmm. Because nowadays we see a, we have such a low esteem or we have such low expectations yeah, of low the role of the father that then you are like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the role of the father has diminished, at least with this culture, in when, it, when in regards to influence to the kids when they're adults mm -hmm. or at least you know young adults where it's just diminished and it's just about the teenagers and their friends and you know like nowadays we see uh tv shows and movies where at least for for the younger audience that the parents are just dopes Like they're, <laughs> they're not there. <laughs> Just see them either, on the episode 25. <laughs> yeah, they're either not there or they're completely silly, like, com like weirdos or like, it's just a bizarre scenario. And it's just, 
it, it, it diminishes our, like seeing that in TV shows and movies all the time makes us think, you know, we can figure this out on our own. And we don't need like our parents in that sense, unless it's, oh, I need money and this and that. Like, no, their parents are supposed to be, at least in a Christian sense, and, and in a spiritual sense, I would say, um, parents are supposed to be our, our, our guides, our, our pastors, if you would say, our, 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 our shepherds, our first uh, pastors, if you would say. They're guiding us towards the right path. And that doesn't necessarily stop at age 18 or, or age 13 or whatever. But the, the, the role of the parent should be to continuing to guide them, to continue, to continue a flourishing relationship with, with their child, with their children, so that when they get older, they're, they don't get to this, this prideful state of, oh, I don't, ha I don't need, I don't need you anymore. I don't need mm -hmm. you, dad. I don't need you, mom. No, like there's still things that we need to learn from them because, uh, the, my, our parents may not have all the answers, but we can definitely learn from their experiences. And as they get older, they continue, they also continue to learn and they have more wisdom to input into us. And it's just, that's just how we, that's just one of the ways that we honor our parents. So. And we can also learn from them and we can also avoid many of the many, many, many mistakes that they've made. Yeah. But also I will say that I like that according to Genesis, the role of the man was to protect and to provide for his family. And at least so far, that is something that we've seen Tetsuo doing. He's been providing for his family. He has a healthy family. He even, even when Reika was like, oh, I'm having money issues. He was like, okay, I'll help you. I'll provide for you. But then we come to the other side and it's protecting. On the moment that he saw how this guy is treating her, Of course, he wants to protect her. And for that reason, he starts digging for evidence. Mm -hmm. Now, he does not only start digging for evidence, but the moment comes where he hides on the closet. Because mm -hmm. this guy... He, no breaks into, he breaks into his daughter's apartment. Exactly. To start with. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, I mean... I, I mean, he knew something was wrong. Now... To take justice on your own hands or to call the police. Yeah, I don't know about the method. Yeah, it wasn't the right method. He he could have definitely gone a different route with that, in my opinion. But, you know. But then, not only that, but after he breaks into the apartment, he starts digging information, he discovers the guy go, uh, works with the mafia. Then he hears the guy coming. And he hides into the closet. Mm-hmm. And as he's there, he, he hears how the guy is talking about his daughter. Mm -hmm. like, like a thing that he can Diminishing just her and treating her like garbage and, and stuff. Yeah. Bro, if I'm hearing that about my, my daughter, of course, in Spanish we will say, se me subiría toda la cabeza. <laughs> 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 I will feel like steam is going over my body yeah. <laughs> to my head. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure anybody will have reacted violently. Now, things get worse. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. as the guy walks 
he hears Tetsuo. <laughs> and then he approaches to the closet and he opens the door. And when he opens the door, ta da da the crime starts. Oh my gosh. Cue the crime scene audio effects, which we don't have. <laughs> <laughs> but the two comes out of the closet and then stabs the guy, causing the guy's death. You sound like a like an audible narrator. <laughs> <laughs> but then it makes you ask yourself, until what point was that a justified action? Until what point was it justified for Tetsuo to kill this guy? Was it justified for him to lie to his daughter? Was it justified for him to go stab this guy? Was it justified to deceive the authorities, to deceive everybody? Until what point are we going to keep up on this situation? Right. And this is a question that uh, this is not the first anime that shows this kind of question, but we've seen it in history when the Nazis were killing the Jews. Was it justified that other German people would protect the Jews? will hide them because technically they are the authority and, and they had the right to do whatever they wanted with the people. Was it justified to protect the people of the, the life of the Jews? In this case, was it justified for Tetsuo to kill Nobuto it's to very, protect his family, his a, daughter? That's a very interesting comparison you're making. <laughs> He knew it was going over there to that point, to the point where the girl was going to die. Mm -hmm. He knew that was certain, and he knew this guy was with the mafia. So this is where this is going. So is it justified for him to kill this guy? Now you're asking me. Well, what do you think? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I mean, I think bringing justice into your own hands is a very delicate situation. Okay, so, but no, put it also on this perspective. What do you think Nobuto will have done once he discovers the father over there with the files that incriminate him? He probably will have killed uh, Tetsuo. Right. If you put it on that perspective, that could also be considered self-defense. Right. So is it justified to protect his family and to protect himself? So you think it, so you think he was right in stabbing the guy? Is that what you're trying to say? That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> so you're saying the opposite. But I'm but I'm putting this on perspective, on this perspective, so that you can tell me, hey. I mean I think so. It's not this type of situation is extremely, extremely difficult to analyze in the sense of, like, this is a very, very complicated situation. Like, we're dealing with the mafia. We're dealing with people who ha are said to have influence, even in the police. Mm -hmm. Like, even in the authority that you go to to report the mafia they themselves are influenced by the mafia. And it's like, 
where do you go? Like, where is where is your safety? How do you deal with a situation like this? This is a this is a very like one in I wouldn't say one in a million, but hey, 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 hey remember ah, <laughs> there are cases like that all over the world. <laughs> but this is like cases of I mean, I don't know. it's a cases of cases. I'm not gonna say it's the most common, but it's a case of cases. Yeah, I mean. If 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 you're listening out there and you're going through the situation, may the Lord be with you and guide you because that is a crazy situation. It is tough. It is tough. And wow. And this is one of the things that makes us wonder, wow, if I were in the shoes of the two, what a fool have I done? Is it correct? Is it okay for me to kill the guy? And then run? What am I supposed to do? Now, this is what I believe. Maybe you might agree with me. Maybe you might not. Because there are different perspectives on all of this. And I'll try to explain as much as I can. But before I get into that, I also have to give a little disclaimer. This is not an advising. Every case is different. (laughs) 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 And every case has to be analyzed with um, a lot, a lot of detail. Because a single detail can change the whole description of what could happen. This is the part of the episode where we should add, like, how they do in the in the radios, in the radio ads. They're like, autonomy podcast is not responsible for any injury caused to you or any family member. They <laughs> 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 are not legally, bi- legally liable. But it's true on that point. Yeah. And we have to be careful with these cases because we live in a fallen world. And sometimes we would like that the situations are either black or white. But cases like Tetsuo are not black or white, <laughs> are gray. And sometimes it's not the same type of gray. <laughs> there is a darker gray, a clearer gray, <laughs> uh, so-so gray. It's <laughs> a very bloody gray that <laughs> he's dealing with right now. That's why sin is so complex and so difficult. Mm -hmm. So every case has to be analyzed Mm -hmm. on a specific circumstance and seen through specific eyes every single time. Mm -hmm. And this has been one of the things that I battled the most when I started uh, working on the ministry. Because those that know me know that I'm pretty squared. And usually (laughs) I like things to be either white or black. But the Lord had to put me on gray (laughs) so I could start learning that there are different types of gray aside from black and white. Yeah, and and those are, that comes with, with, you know, with experience with people and life. Um, Because growing up when you're kids, you think two plus two is four and that's it. And... You you think you start you have that mentality of this is this this is correct and this is wrong and and that's it there's no there's no gray area but then you delve in delve into situations like this where it's like is it is it wrong is it right like it's not that simple and then you start growing up and you see those things and you start. The, the, the frontal lobe of your brain starts uh, functioning and you start to analyze and have some critical thinking and think, wow, this isn't as simple as 
it's not as simple as we like it to be. We would love it to be simple. We love to have yes and no and correct and wrong. And again, it's not it's not like every topic is like this, but there are some topics that are gray areas. And mm-hmm. that's, we have to be very careful with, uh, especially when we're speaking to other people about gray areas because it's very easy to fall into that disagreement and think, oh, you're not a believer because you don't believe in that this gray topic, you don't agree with me. So you must not be a believer. But it's a great topic. It's not like a salvation issue. Yeah, and it's not something that you can just so easily consider. You have to have many things into the consideration. For example, one of the topics that uh, I usually encounter myself fighting the most is with uh, guns? immigration topics. Oh, immigration. Yeah. I don't know why you were you were going to talk about guns. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but that's another gray about area. Gangs? <laughs> no, guns. Oh, guns? That's another gray area. Okay, that's another gray area. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But for example, with immigration, I've known many believers come to me and tell me, oh, the people that is crossing the border, they Ooh. shouldn't be here. Oh, you're getting into that. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the many topics that I've seen that are gray areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are requesting something that they shouldn't take. Oh, they are taking advantage of the system because of that. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to take many other things in consideration. Number one, it is important for a father to protect his family and to provide for them. But sometimes it is not as easy to provide for your family. Mm-hmm. And depending on the circumstance in which you are, maybe sometimes it, it is even impossible to do it in your own country. Mm-hmm. Now, people will, st- will could still say, oh, but he could have tried on different ways. But have you seen how that family has actually tried? Do you know how hard they struggled or what they've been through? Or even a man, uh, just, an, just to put an example, even a man who's had a, a hard past, maybe even incarcerated or whatever, and he comes out and he's trying to live a new life, and the best thing he could do is... Um, you know, I don't know, work in Publix or, you know, these, these, these smaller jobs, quote unquote, but, um, and then they get married to a woman that makes money, makes bank. And it's like, they may feel like they're not a man or not a real man because they're not making enough money or that the woman is making, making the bread money. Um, and he just feels like he's like, you know, like he's missing a limb. And, okay. you know, that's that's a very delicate situation. Yeah. And those are topics that we have to deal depending on the circumstances. And we have to have many things in consideration. Yeah. It's not something that we can say, oh, then the guy is wrong because he's the one supposed to be the provider. So uh, he has to make her uh, his wife quit the job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's unreasonable that doesn't work that way it does not so with these cases we have to be really really specific now coming back to the topic because we've drifted a little bit (laughs) is it okay was it okay for Tetsuo to kill Nobuto I I Sebastian Sebastian Ospina believe that there are many things that we have to have into consideration 
and we shall go to the Bible for this answer. And then my podcast is not responsible for any injuries caused to you or a family member. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so the first text that I think it will be good for us to analyze is Joshua chapter 2, verses 1 to 7. Over here in Joshua chapter 2, we have a good example of a situation that is not black or white. I'm going to put it in English. <laughs> Spanish mm. is my first language, so I usually <laughs> have my Bible in Spanish. <laughs> But it says, see, it says like this, Rahab hides the spies. What? Rahab hides the spies. Spies, like spy fam. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And Joshua, the son of Nun, sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go, view the land, especially Jericho. And they went and came into the house of a prostitute whose name was Rahab and locked there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out all the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they were from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I do not know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued after them on the way to the Jordan, as far as the forts, and the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Over here, we, over here we have a one circumstance that is not black or white. Mm -hmm. This woman hid some spies from Israel just so that they were not killed. Mm -hmm. And as we keep reading, we can see that the people of Israel also told her, because of this that you have done, When we conquer the land, you will be saved. Mm -hmm. It even goes to the point that when the whole wall falls down, her house is the only one standing up. And we have to remember that the one that made the miracle was God. Mm -hmm. Does that tell us that she did something wrong and God even gave her a prize for doing something wrong? Mm. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Now, so you think in those, in a case like that, mm -hmm. it's okay to deceive or to lie, to protect? Okay. You're, you're going too far ahead. I want to answer that question. <laughs> Sorry. But I want to finish some Bible verses first. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Now yeah. let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7. And it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look into his appearance or in the height of his stature, 
because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as men sees. Man looks in the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. And this is something that it's really important for us to consider. Sometimes we are quick to judge the outside situation. But sometimes we do not see what the Lord is seeing. When it comes to these kind of situations, the Lord does not only look at the fact that happened, but he also looks at the heart behind it. In the case of the prostitute, we have to understand that there are circumstances in which some moral values can be considered under bigger circumstances. And the Bible gives us an example of this. It is on Matthew chapter 23, verse 23. And it says like this, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you tithe mint and deal and cumin, and have neglected the weightier martyrs of the law, justice and mercy and faithfulness. This you ought to have done without neglecting the others. In this text, Jesus is criticizing the Pharisees because they say, oh, we're giving money, so we, uh, we're tithing, so we're good, we are fulfilling the law. And he tells them, no, because there is something bigger, and it's the heart that which you are doing. You are forgetting about the women that are in need. You are forgetting about the families in need, and you are still doing this. Your tithe is not good looking into the eyes of the Lord. But on the, other, uh, on the other hand, you guys are doing wrong. Hypocrites. Mm -hmm. So we have to always consider what is the motivation behind me or what was the motivation behind me when I, when I committed that situation, when that happened. Now, I also want to read one last text. And it is in Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 to 8. And this is one example in which some values or some laws were considered at least into the sight of others. The Bible says like this. At that time, Jesus went through the grain fields of the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry and they began to pluck heads of grain and to eat. But when the Pharisees saw it, they said to him, Look! Your disciples are doing what is not lawful to do on the Sabbath, he said to them. Have you not read what David did when he was hungry and those who were with him? How he entered into the house of God and ate the bread of the persons, which it was not lawful for him to eat nor for those who were with him, but only for the priest? Or have you not read in the law how on the Sabbath the priests in the temple profane the Sabbath and are guiltless? I tell you, something greater than the temple is here. And if you have known what this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You will not have condemned the guiltless, for the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. Over here, we have a conflict between two laws. 
you are not allowed to do anything on the Sabbath day. And on the other hand, hey, we're hungry. <laughs> we need to provide and we need food. And when this situation came to Jesus, he said, hey, let's eat. Because Jesus was considering something bigger, the wellness of his people, rather than this law in the specific. And the same thing happens over here. Yes, there is people that lie. But what is the purpose of that lie? Oh, to protect other people. Ah. So we are putting the life of the people first in the case of the Jews and the Germans. They were lying to protect the life of the Jews because we know that everybody was made into the image of God. And they as Jews, they deserve the same treatment as any other German. There was no rightful thing to do to kill them. It wasn't rightful to kill them just because they were Jews. On the other hand, they had more right to live than any other person. And now let's move back to Tetsuo. And over here, we have to look at the different angles. Was it necessarily to kill at the first sight when he saw the guy? Maybe not. And it's not really a moment where you can really think about what you're going to do because your blood is pumping, your emotions are raging, and it's, and it's a do-or-die situation. Mm-hmm. And now, when the guy comes over here and he sees him, and he's, we know that somebody's going to die at that moment. So when your life is at stake, what do you do? And in the case of the two, he defended himself. Right. Fight for your life. He fought for his life. I believe on that moment, if that was the motivation of Tetsuo, there was no sin behind it. But over here, we have different possibilities and different points of view. Why do I say this? And this is something that happened to me pretty early on the ministry. I mean, not this example, but somebody disagreed with me on this example. Let's suppose a guy comes to a school and he's ready to shoot everybody. One of the teachers over there has a gun. So he points out the, uh, to the killer and kills him first. Did the teacher commit a sin because he killed the killer? I would say no. You will say no. Yeah, because it's it's in self-defense. And that person had no right to be there with that, the armor, the weapons. Like, there's no... There no, was no need. There was no right. There was yeah, no... There, there's no, there reason no justification. To, yeah, there's no justification for that. If you're there with that, you're considered a threat 100%. I agree with you. But then there comes another question. If you kill the killer, where will the killer go? Yeah, you're talking about heaven or hell? Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Most likely, where will he go? Most likely, he's going to hell. <laughs> okay. There are some people that say, you know what? Instead of selling a life to hell, I'd rather let him die, uh, kill me. 
because either way I know I'm going to heaven. Wow. Yeah. But that's not considering the people around you, the kids, mm -hmm. the families affected. Mm -hmm. You're just thinking about yourself. I agree with you. And if it's not a sin to defend and we have a responsibility to protect, which is part of our, our you know, our, our, our mandate, our calling as yes. men. Yes, exactly. Or woman teacher. Okay. They, they have a gun or whatever and they have to protect the kids. And I 100% agree with you. But then once again, you are not only killing a person but you're also sending his life to hell, his soul to hell. No, that's God. <laughs> God is the one who made that decision, not, not the person who killed him. You are the one delivering it. Hey, it's God's will. <laughs> for, for a lot of people, that's a big thing. Or for example, I mean, what, what, what do you know about the Dietrich Bonhoeffer? No. Dietrich Bonhoeffer was a Lutheran uh, pastor. Okay. And he was part of a complot to kill to kill Hitler. Okay. Did he do right or wrong for trying to kill Hitler? Defending the entire world? I will say defending an entire species. Nationality, race. Hitler didn't get killed. He committed suicide. Yeah, because the attempt failed. But <laughs> yeah, and then Dietrich Bonhoeffer eventually died. But hey, did he do wrong? He was trying to protect a lot of people. No, I don't think I wouldn't say that. Well, some people will say yes, because he was the one delivering that, and we are not the ones supposed to revenge to take revenge, but the revenge belongs to the Lord. But is that revenge? It does seem because you are the one that is taking the life of a person. Now, once again, it's so, not that so I agree I, with the other position. My position right. is I don't think a person in self-defense that does that has anything wrong with that. But on the, others, on the other hand, I don't feel to the point that I can judge and I can say, no, the other person is wrong. Because that, that is a pretty personal decision. Some people don't feel comfortable with just the fact of killing somebody. I mean, not everybody has, has the guts for that. And uh, praise I, the Lord, I, I just hope I never get to that point. Yeah, and I guarantee you all of us or most of us will, would definitely agree with you in that point. But it's like when the moment arrives and this is about to go down, uh, I mean... Imagine if, 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 you know, with me and my wife, if a robber got into our house, I'm supposed to be the pr protector and the provider and protect my wife. And <laughs> imagine the robber comes into my house. And I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and kill us. We're going to heaven anyways. Dude. <laughs> what? I 100% agree with you. You have That's... to protect your wife. It's wild. But at the end of the day, we also have to remember that not everybody reacts in the same way. Yeah. When I have 
a gun in my hands, I could shot it. But when other people has the same gun, maybe they can't. Maybe I mean maybe not, but I mean you won't really know until that moment until happens. Until that moment happens and because we won't know. And when that moment comes, whatever position you take, either I decide to kill the person or I let the person kill me, I'm not going to judge you. I mean, there's always the whole, you know, for example, like I remember people would take or friends of mine would take classes about self-defense of defending your home. And they like if if someone's coming into your property, you're shooting to kill. Like they're threatening. They come in a threatening manner, break into your house. You shoot to kill. Mm hmm. That's 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 what the classes teach or whatever. I know that there are some people that are not comfortable with that. So they just try to shoot and keep them alive as much as possible. <laughs> In other words, like shoot, shoot their legs or something like that. But no, I'll be honest with you. That's impossible. Number one, do you know there is an artery that goes through one of your legs? And that artery, if it's perforated, you still die? Yeah, but... You're, you're at the end of the day you when saying. you have a gun you shoot to kill even if you point to the feet <laughs> yeah we have to understand that this is a fallen world and this is a complex situation yeah this is a gray area we a really great area a really gray area <laughs> I really don't I mean I I can understand the other side and you know I don't I don't have a gun or anything but I definitely, it's like the whole self-defense thing. Like I'm 100% for that. That's my opinion. That's your but take. But I can, I, I can see like the, the pacifist, that's what it's called, right? It's a pacifist. Yeah. The pacifist mindset fine. where, you know, I'm going to heaven and this and that. But I don't know. I still feel like we have a responsibility to take care of the people around us. And I don't think letting them die is the right way to... I don't know. I don't know. Once again, it all depends on the circumstances. Now, I'm going to give if you like for... another example. Let's okay. suppose the rover comes to my house. I'm alone. And I'm an 80-year-old guy. I pretty much have lived my whole life. What would you rather do? Let the killer kill you and go to heaven? Or kill him and then send him to hell. You are by yourself. What would you rather do? I'm not sending him to hell. <laughs> <laughs> he made that decision all on his own to do this funky You're thing that he's trying to the do. You're delivering the punishment. <laughs> and he's trying to end my life. Now, once again, I get your point and believe me, <laughs> if I would be in the same position, I should. <laughs> but... There is other people that will say, no, I'd rather go to heaven than sending him to hell. And when the moment comes, I respect that decision. I cannot tell him that they are wrong. Because on the other hand, they actually do have a point up to a certain extent. Both sides have points. Both sides, Both have, sides points. have good points. And I've heard like, like debates on this whole gun, no gun situation. And it's a... It, it, both sides have points good points and which is why it makes it a gray area like mm -hmm. you know we, we we can talk about the moment where um peter takes out the knife to cut the guy's ear he's had 
how long has this man has had this knife in his pocket? And Jesus didn't know that his that that knife was in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He, he knew. He knew that 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 Peter was armed. We don't know about the rest of them, but it's like, is it a bad thing to be armed? I don't know, man. And then what happened? What did Jesus tell Peter? Uh, uh-uh, uh, put that down. <laughs> Try it. I don't want to see it. And he right. healed the guy that right. uh, Peter hurt. Right. That's another argument that the people from the pacifist side take. Right. But we also, from the, I don't want to say the aggressive side, but <laughs> from the other side, <laughs> we also have the Bible that tells us that we are here to protect the weak, that mm-hmm. we are here to protect the others. And if we allow that people to stay over here, they will keep killing. So, in that situation, whether you decide to shoot or not shoot, I, I mean, won't blame you. I don't judge you. I mean, if the United States goes to war, you, I mean, if you were president of the United States, you'd be like, oh, just let them kill us all. Dude. I, I agree with you. Absolutely not. <laughs> but coming, uh, coming to the point of war, this is my take. If the war is not justified, if the war is like the Russia war, that we just want to mess uh, with the people. And I know people can feel hurt by this, but we just want to mess with people. I'm not fighting on that war. <laughs> I'm not fighting on that war. Even if they call me, oh, um, how do they call it? Deserter? Oh, you oh, will be yeah. a deserter. I don't care. I'm not killing nobody for no fair reason. But if on the other hand, the other country attacks us, Hey, 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 I'm defending my country and defending my family. I'm protecting everybody. Right. No, no, I'm sorry. I don't think anyone in their right mind would say, you know, would just accept 9 11 mm-hmm. and be like, yeah, you know, those people die. We're, we're not going to do anything about it. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but why this yeah. is a really gray area and it's difficult to process and it's something that has to be seen from all their perspectives at the end of the day i don't judge tetsuo for killing a nobuto yeah and and i'm glad that you brought it that you brought it to the table like that because yeah i I definitely hadn't seen it in in that way so i'm glad that you shared that now there is another thing and it's the feeling that Tetsuo had at the moment of killing Nabuto. Because when you see him, you know that this guy is angry. <laughs> he has anger boiling throughout his whole body. Mm-hmm. Now, he has reasons. He has reasons. This guy was badmouthing his daughter. He was talking about how to kill her. Uh, he was. We know there is a circumstance over here. Mm-hmm. And he had the right to be angry. If we don't get angry when we see sin, then we're not believers. <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal thing that when you see sin, you get angry. Because you know that that is not correct. I will be surprised if there is somebody that calls himself a believer and he doesn't get angry when he sees the sin of other people. Mm-hmm. The two was angry at that moment. But the problem is, okay, what is he doing with that anger? Is he going to live for revenge or is he really trying to protect his family? And many questions could come to the mind. This is something that I personally believe in Tetsuo's circumstance. 
if Tetsuo stays in Japan and he keeps deceiving and keeps killing and keeps building up a, an empire of mafia or killing the empire of mafia, I think that on that point, Tetsuo is doing wrong. But if in the desire of Tetsuo wanting to protect his family, he decides to flee to another country. And over there, he establishes himself. He asks for asylum or he gets a visa or whatever. And he starts working and creating a new life to protect his family. I would agree with Tetsuo. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen from the second episode and on. But I think over here, a problem will be with, hey, after this that just happened, what is going to be your motivation? What would you do and why would you do it? And that is something that we have to consider. Yeah. When I saw this anime, I was like, wow, this is pretty realistic. This is, this is way back home. <laughs> yes. And it gave me a good reasons to want to, to keep watching it. I personally have good expectations about it. But at the same time, they're kind of low. Because because of the way that the anime is, I think he's going to stay in Japan and he's going to continue killing and deceiving and doing bad stuff. <laughs> I don't think that is the correct thing to do. That's why that's my take. I don't feel too comfortable. I mean, I did like how deep the story was and how they touched these topics. But I won't like <laughs> or I think I won't like how it will continue because I don't th I don't think I will agree with the character at all but that's okay. just my take what about you Manny what are your dreams and hopes for this anime all right an hour into the episode and <laughs> we're finally getting into uh, <laughs> into uh, my impressions but um, there's a lot. There's a lot more than I expected on, on this anime. And, and you definitely brought a lot to the table to talk about. So, um, But yeah, uh, from, and for me, uh, I mean, I was a little excited for this one because of the whole mystery and crime um, theme. I really enjoy those themes. So, you know, I, I have some hopes for this one in, in, in that sense to, to figure out how they're going to get out of this situation and what they're going to do and what's going to happen with the mafia and the girl and all this stuff. But, um, but honestly, I, I wouldn't say that I'm lacking the main character too much, mm -hmm. but I definitely felt conflicted. Um, you know, when he found out that his daughter is being physically abused by her boyfriend, and, you know, that moment where he, where he actually sees him and notices that he works for the Yakuza and everything, you know, it was like, wow, this is a crazy situation. But honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I would have done if I was Tetsuo. I mean, maybe have a serious conversation with my daughter. Okay. With your daughter. I was going to tell you. No, not I with know the for guy. sure you're going to kill. No, 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 no. Not with the guy. No. I don't know if I would have gotten to the point of breaking into her house, but I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would have done that, but, um, or I even try to move like that, that's, that would, that would have definitely been, um, something I would have considered like move, like have my wife and my daughter move away. But you have to take into consideration that 
as I see it on the story, the, the girl, uh, Reika, she's already a grown-up technically. She's living by herself. So maybe she could tell you, oh, daddy, if you want to move, move yourself, but I'm staying here. Yeah, I don't know. I convince her in some type of way to, to move away. I don't know. But anyways, um, but I, I mean, I would say, you know, we had already touched on this on this topic a little bit, but, you know, I, I would say like as a Christian parent, we should be teaching our our children, you know, with our example to them, what kind of spouses to look for. Um, I think that we should teach them to be wise with 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 those types of decisions because those are life decisions and you you might end up dating some Frico from the mafia, as we see from this anime and apparently in Colombia. <laughs> I agree with you a hundred percent for that reason. Hey, be careful who you're hanging out with. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Tetsuo looks nice enough, but, you know, there seems to be some disconnection between him and the daughter. Like, you know, like kind of like she wants to stay away from him for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with the first episode, we we don't really get to see too much of their background. You know, maybe it's shame. Maybe she feels shame for whatever reason, maybe about her boyfriend or something that she's doing that we don't know about, which is why she's with the mafia guy. We don't know. And, you know, if if it is, I think... I think as a parent, we we should try to teach our children from young ages to that they can come to us with anything to tell us anything to tell us, you know, their secrets or whatever their their deepest and darkest, even their not weaknesses. only to tell us about the situation, they have the right to come to us and tell us, "I need help." Right, right. <laughs> Seeking right. for help. Yeah, seek help to us, and you know, I I you know this can be really challenging. And especially if we try to start that at a later age to be more intentional with that at a later age. But, you know, with with God, anything is possible. You know, with with I think that this situation with Tetsuo's daughter getting involved with the Yakuza, it could have been avoided if if she had a closer connection to her parents, because there does seem like there's some type of disconnection. They might have a great marriage or whatever. But oh, it seems like it a great seems marriage. like it. But there's a disconnection, and you can see it. You 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 can notice it. She he's trying to get her attention, and she's just kind of like, kind of like staying away, living her life, and they're True, not very. They, they don't look like they're really close. But once again, there could be many reasons why that happened. Yeah, it's up in the air. Yeah, all of it. All all of it. It's up in the air. This is just pure speculation, at this point. But. Um, but she, you know, she would, she would be able to, de- to detect the, detect, she would be able to detect the abuse before it starts and run away as soon as she sees it. You know, when she sees, when she has an opinion from the outside, a witness to see like how the relationship is. I wonder if she even takes this guy with her friends, like we don't even see her with friends. I don't think. I haven't. I don't think we've seen. No, her we haven't seen friends. her so far with friends. Or so it's like that's another thing. What's her social How is it life possible look like? That she's so alone, so single, so what? Yeah, what's her social life like? Like, there's and, a lot of questions. Supposedly, she's a college student. Right. So yeah, what's yeah. going on over there? And yeah. 
one thing that, I, that I've been worrying all over the episode is where the heck did you meet this guy? And how the heck did you fall in love with him? Probably at a party or something, something like that. I don't know. That's usually how it goes. I don't know. But to the point of you falling head over heels about the guy, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's it's weird. And I think that fact that that she that she doesn't notice or she does notice, but she doesn't react to the abuse as a red flag. She's just she's taking it as a part of the relationship and something that she just has to get through. I think that's a red flag for her. <laughs> I think there's something wrong going on psychologically. Like mm -hmm. what's making you believe that this is okay? Mm -hmm. Like that's that it should it shouldn't be up for discussion. Mm -hmm. And you know, we We know as believers that abuse in relationship is wrong, 100%. Absolutely. Any kind of abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, it's all completely wrong. Completely. In the moment that your life is at stake, the answer is run. Right. Run. Right. With abuse, it, it, it should never be tolerated and it needs to be dealt with as soon as possible before it escalates before the man thinks oh i can keep doing this i can keep reacting this way and then he ends up doing something fatal and mm -hmm. costing you your very life and destroying your entire family i agree with you and it's way worse when you are married but in the case of a reka while you are doing on the dating side Don't you think that the guy is going to change because you guys are just dating and he will change on the marriage? Right. How he treats you on the dating, he's going to treat you on the marriage. And in the marriage, I will say things become a no, little bit the, 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 worse. No, the dating, yeah, exactly. The dating phase, that's like supposed to be at its best. Uh-huh. Because it's the first phase. Because it, it's, like, it's like when you, when you go to a new job. And you like, want to show the best exactly. of yourself. Yes. You want to present yourself as the golden coin, exactly. as the last Coca-Cola of the desert. Exactly. And that's exactly the same thing with dating. It usually happens that way. You try to do your best, try to show your love towards them, and this and that. And in that, if you're going through a dating, the dating phase and you see abuse patterns, pfft, Run. Huge red flag. Run. <laughs> you need to you need to leave. Because that should not be tolerated whatsoever. Whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And there shouldn't be room in your in your thinking for saying stuff like that. Like like what you said. Like he'll he's gonna change. I can change him. Or he's gotten better. Those are no, you're in the dating phase and you're going through that. Mm -hmm. That's not. And no. the marriage phase is going to be worse. Why? Because on the marriage phase, they feel comfortable with you. Yeah. And they'll keep showing their true colors more and more. Yeah. Once you, once you notice, once you, your family, your friends, somebody, and even his friends or her friends in, in our case as men. Mm -hmm. Once they tell you something that is a red flag, 
about the other person, you have to be careful about that as well. Yeah. Because, wow, then after you're married, you are locked over there and you have to deal with that marriage and then breaking up and then going through divorce. That's a horrible thing to go through. Yeah. Especially when there is abuse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in cases of marriage, you know, I, I would say, you know, the man or the woman, whoever's doing the abuse, they need to be held accountable and pay for, for their actions, whether it's jail time or whatever that may be, whatever discipline that it is. And, you know, especially if it becomes a pattern and, and you're a believer, I would seek help from the authority from, from your church. If they go to the same church and they, they, they're showing signs of abuse that needs to be dealt with. You need mm -hmm. to get counseling and the, that person should be disciplined and harshly because that's, You're a believer, or quote unquote, and you're ha you have abuse patterns of abuse. It, it, even if that even means that he has to leave the house for a period of time until he proves that uh, he can deal with his own sin, I will a hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, you cannot keep living with a guy that it's pointing towards killing you. Yeah, because you you won't feel safe in that home. Not for you. Not for the kids. I mean, the whole family is is at stake, and you, you can't take those types of risks. I agree. So you know, you know, and in, in these types of situations, they're they're tough, and, and there are sadly lots of people that do go through these these situations, even believers, and you know that's when we 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 seek the authority, we we go to the authority, we we ask for. For counseling, we ask for you know separation or whatever it may be, so that they can get some some help, and we need to be on our knees and pray to our God and and ask Him for for His guidance because these situations are really sensitive and really difficult, and you know. But we have a God who who sympathizes with our sufferings, and through the sufferings we can grow closer to Him, mm -hmm. you know. And in that sense, if we can take it in that sense. We can bring glory to God even through the crazy, the craziness that happens in our lives. And, you know, on that note, I mean, the outcome of this situation in the anime has me really curious as to what's going to happen next. And we didn't really get a lot of, we didn't get too much background stories for these characters. We did get a little bit, but, um, you know, now that, Tetsuo has murdered this man and the wife is in on it. You know, I'm not sure how, how they're gonna deal with this. You know, and I hope that there will there will be lessons that we can learn in the anime about getting help, about protecting your loved ones the right way, and making a wise decision in difficult situations, especially after you've made mistakes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that him killing the guy is a mistake, but it's definitely It's definitely an event that's going to have consequences whether we like it or not. Yeah. Surely there will be consequences further. And it, I'm very curious to see how they deal, how the how my home hero deals with the consequences that are supposed on for something this serious. Exactly. So I have some hopes for the anime. I mean, I'm not I'm not too crazy about it. But 
the whole I really want to see what happens. I'm into the mystery. I'm into the the crime. This is crazy. This is wild. There's a lot of stuff that we can talk that we've already talked about, and it's only a reaction video. <laughs> Imagine when you when Probably we have the flag review. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, that was my take on it. This is my take. All right. Yeah. So there you have it. We have a. I'm not gonna say great, but we have. A good amount of hopes and dreams for this anime. Yeah. I and hopefully so. we'll get to see more as the season goes on. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. God bless. Bye. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode of the Adonami Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Adonami Podcast. Until next time, grace and peace. Joshua's chapter two. You couldn't put it in your notes, my guy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Copy paste. <laughs> es que es que no es tan fácil. Eh, tengo 20,000 versículos. Esa es la situación. Hay mucho que voy a hablar hoy. Oh, boy. Yo te dije que este episodio me había tocado el corazón. <laughs> Ay, sí. Mm -hmm.